This Week in HPC. Altair announces PBS Pro 13. A conversation with Bill Nitzberg. It's This Week in HPC. Hi, everybody, and thanks for listening in to a special sponsored episode of This Week in HPC, distributed in our partnership with Top500.org. I'm Addison Snell, and that's Michael Feldman. Michael, we've had a lot to follow up on from supercomputing, and we're still doing it. Yes, we are. Indeed, we are. And in this special sponsored episode of This Week in HPC, we've got a special conversation with Bill Nitzberg, who's the CTO of the PBS Works Division at Altair. Bill, thanks for joining us. Ah, thanks for having me on. Bill, uh, the reason we wanted to have you on here is because Altair launched a new PBS Pro 13. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the announcement that you had at SC14? So we, we announced and rolled out um, PBS Professional 13 at Supercomputing. Um, 13 is in a series of releases that we're doing focused on sort of scaling up PBS. We think that 13 uh, is really architected for exascale. We um, completely changed the internal, some of the internal structures, um, the underlying framework, I should say, for PBS. Um, and that's what 13, the main feature of 13 is. So it's architected for exascale, focused on million core scalability, end-to-end -end resilience, and really much more um, power management support um, and a bunch of other features. So, Bill, this is uh, PBS 12.0 has been around for a couple of years now. This is obviously a major release you're doing. Can you talk about sort of how some of the major new capabilities when you compare it to the, the version that's, that's currently being used? Sure. Well, let me let me focus on sort of three main. Um, since I use the word exascale, right. uh, three main things that I think of when I think of exascale: scales or speed, um, reliability, uh, and maybe power management. What we needed to do, and actually, let me do a little history of PBS. So, 20 years ago, when we created PBS, um, the we, we built the internal communication framework of PBS um, based on UDP. So one of the underlying internet technologies. And we did that because TCP 20 years ago was really not so good and, and had a lot of problems. Well, a lot's changed in 20 years. Uh, web servers can now handle, for example, 60,000 incoming connections with no problem. Well, that just wasn't the case back 20 years ago. So we took advantage of the change in the TCP stack that's happened over the last 20 years, uh, and we refactored all of our internal communications um, based on that change. So we now actually have a sort of fully multi-threaded, hierarchical, persistent connection, um, fault-tolerant, uh, non-blocking uh, infrastructure that connects the components of PBS. Uh, and with that, we're getting about a, a 15 times faster job dispatch rate to, say, 100 jobs a second, a 10, supporting 10 times larger systems. We're actually testing up to 100,000 nodes. And actually, if anybody who's listening um, has a system with 100,000 nodes, we'd love to try it out for real right now. We're doing some virtualization <laughs> stuff. And I don't want to get a call from Amazon, though, telling me that I could just simply you know, hand them my credit card, because my credit card wouldn't handle that. <laughs> Uh, but also looking at throughput, so millions of jobs today. On the resilience side, um, we've we've been building up uh, this plug-in framework, um, really for extending PBS itself. Uh, and on the resilience side, we we went back into the plug-in framework and we built, sort of, we made the plug-in framework very comprehensive. 
um, with respect to health checking. So we really have a comprehensive health check framework available now, um, which is fully hardened as of 13. So it's, um, we hope, impossible to actually get around the health checks that we're running. So we effectively, we now have health check checks to make sure they run as well. And um, with 13, we're also introducing C groups um, and a new way of handling sort of launch of really wide sort of hero style jobs so that um, faults that are found when a large, say, 20,000 way MPI job starts um, don't make that job wait in the queue again for another 20 hours before it gets a chance to run. We'll actually effectively reserve those nodes and try again right away. You know, this has been an interesting conversation that we've talked about uh, throughout supercomputing and even beforehand about what is the definition of exascale to begin with. What's the difference between exascale and exaflop? Chris Willard, our chief research officer, has the perspective that what exascale really means is it's an exaflop plus the software environment to effectively run it in exaflop. And that includes uh, the entire middleware stack as well as the applications that can take advantage of it. So you're right in the sweet spot for that. Um, I think when we think about Exascale, when I'm thinking about Exascale, I'm thinking about the problems that Exascale brings. Um, I know that most people think about the opportunities, but that where, where we're sitting is is protecting people like you from people like us. <laughs> And it, it's not just about scalability. I mean, you talk about node counts, um, and, and actually people don't even know how many nodes are actually going to be in some of these first exascale systems. But, but there's other aspects that you have to think about as far as the workload manager. What, what sort of things are you building into 13.0 that sort of addresses the other aspects of, of these bigger systems? In addition to just the, the plain scale that I've talked about and some of the resilience features, we're, we're looking at scheduling more tunable, more fine-grained. So we're actually, as part of 13, we're, we're implementing additional scheduling features. Actually, these are almost bonus things that... Um, for such a major release, we were really just focusing on the um, scalability and the resilience, uh, but we had time to add extra stuff, and so we've actually added some extra stuff, and, and that is around scheduling. So for we have a new uh, extension to our priority formula. Um, we have some additional fair share uh, usage, uh, sorry, a, a new fair share usage formula that we're adding, uh, and a whole fine grain preemption system that we're rolling out with PBS 13. You know, Michael asks a really relevant question with regards to the number of nodes. And I think when we look ahead toward not just the most scalable systems, but uh, HPC systems entry level up through supercomputer going forward, that it's not just the number of nodes we're looking at, but the the diversity in the number of nodes. One thing we've been talking about a lot recently is this evolution of parallel computing, where we've left the Beowulf era of industry standards behind, where you know every node looked pretty much the same, and now you're coping with all different types of parallel programming, x86, accelerated x86, GPU computing, APUs, ARMs, FPGAs, DSPs, power, what have you. And you know what what role do you see for for PBS Pro as a workload manager as we go into this era of more diversity and specialization? PBS and middleware in general is really about trying to take a really complex, um, really fragile 
system, probably made with a bunch of commodity parts, which is what makes it fragile, and turning it into a really simple to use, um, really hardened system. And so the greater the complexity, the more need there is for something that's that that adds an intelligence layer in into the system. So we've built technology uh, into 13, um, primarily with the, the enhanced plug-in interfaces that we built to manage power, to um, easily configure in Xeon Phi's, GP GPUs, uh, FPGAs, um, and then let you schedule them like they're real resources. So with 13, although limited availability, but we actually did some great demos with um, SGI at Supercomputing. You can treat power like a resource. So you can ask for a status: how much is my, how much has my job, how many, how, excuse me, uh, energy. I mix up energy and power. Um, how much has my job used so far? And you can ask: ah, you're at 26.2 kilowatt hours. Well, now how about now? You know, 26.8 kilowatt hours. So you can really treat power as a resource, for example. Um, but you can also treat all these other complicated things as a resource. I should say I'm I'm excited by the change in high performance computing. I. Um, when I got into high-performance computing, um, I mumble mumble many years ago. <laughs> it was a really, really diverse space, um, and and new stuff was coming out that was crazy new, right? Um, and then we sort of it commoditized and became very generic and bland. Um, and as a computer scientist, somewhat uninteresting, and it's becoming um, way more interesting for me, uh, way more complicated for customers, and uh, then way more valuable to have something, some piece of middleware in between uh, that layer of intelligence. Well, that's the trend we see as well, that the, that the importance of the middleware stack continues to increase as these scalability questions become more complex. You could link it to the Solve report that we did for the United States Council on Competitiveness. That showed that software scalability is the, the most critical limiting factor for organizations, especially commercial organizations, as they look forward to new levels of scalability, whether it's 10x what they have now or, or going all the way to exascale. We're going to see an increased focus in this middleware space. And Altair, with PBS Pro being one of the top middleware packages that we find in our surveys, uh, you're going to be right in the middle of it. So it's going to be fun, Bill, to see how this continues to evolve. This is a well-timed new version for you. Uh, it is. And I should say, um, we're in beta right now. And if, if somebody's interested in actually trying out our beta, um, we'd love to hear from you. Um, and our target is to launch the GA in the first quarter of next year. We've been speaking with Bill Nitzberg, CTO of the PBS Works Division at Altair. Bill, thanks again for joining us. Thanks for having me. And thanks to everybody for listening. You've been listening to This Week in HPC. You've been listening to This Week in HPC. 